This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, November 11th, 2018. Joshua, Faith Steps. Good morning, Connection Church. Good morning. Welcome as we continue our November Joshua series. This morning our focus is on faith steps as we consider Two stories of faith found in that book by that same name, Joshua. And good morning again, Connection. My name is Carrie Jones. And I'm Alan Jones. And we are two sinners who have been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Would you pray with us, please? Mighty God, thank you so much for today. Settle us in that we might hear from you as we explore these two stories, these two examples of faith found in the book of Joshua. Lord, change and transform us by your word. We pray this in the mighty name of God the Father, Jesus Christ, his one and only Son, and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Everybody agreed and said, Amen. Amen. And so last week, we left Joshua and the nation of Israel, and they were preparing to cross the River Jordan into the Promised Land after 40 years of wandering around in the desert. The scripture that we highlighted, we recall that the Lord gave Joshua a promise and a charge. He said, be strong and courageous. And then he said, be strong and very courageous. And then he said again, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Say the rest with me. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So Joshua and all the Israelite community then camped near the River Jordan for three days, preparing to cross over and enter into the land that they'd been promised 40 years before. The officers were giving the people orders, telling them what to do when they saw the Ark of the Covenant. Now, the Ark of the Covenant was a gold-covered wooden box, wooden chest. It was created about one year into the desert journey, created according to uh, instructions given to Moses by God while he was on the mountain getting the Ten Commandments. The Ark was the outward and visible symbol of God's presence with God's people of Israel. And as such, it contained three significant reminders. First, it contained the two tablets on which the Ten Commandments were chiseled. (laughs) A jar of manna, representing God's provision of food in the wilderness. And third, the rod of Aaron, Moses' brother, the chief priest. This rod symbolized his God-given priestly leadership for these people. The ark was carried ahead of the people as they traveled, and before the troops when they went into battle. And so here are the orders that the the officers gave the people. Joshua 3. When you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God and the Levitical priests carrying it, you are to move out from your positions and follow it. Then you will know which way to go since you have never been this way before. Mm. Follow the ark. Follow God, so to speak, so you'll know which way to go since you've never been this way before. That's pretty good advice, isn't it? I mean, even for us today, thousands of years later, 
Follow God, always follow God, especially when you're in a place that's new to you, especially when you're a place foreign to you, especially when you're in some unknown territory. What should we do? Follow Follow God. God. Follow God. And so Joshua told the priests to take up the ark and to go ahead of the people, which they did. And then God told Joshua this. He said, tell the priests who carry the Ark of the Covenant, when you reach the edge of the Jordan's waters, go and stand in the water. Stand in the river. Stand in the river. So to get a real flavor for this, the the normally quiet Jordan River was at flood stage. And at flood stage, it's believe, it behaves a little differently than normal. Take a look what flood stage of the of the. Hello. Yeah, just take a step into that. Good, we're good. You get the flavor, right? I'll just take a step in. You get washed away. Just take a step in. That's what the priests were being told to step into. I'd say they're being asked to take a monster faith step. A monster faith step into that Jordan River. Faithfully following what their leader Joshua told them, who was faithfully following what the Lord told him. Stepping into the river, trusting that they would not be swept away by that current, not be drowned in that raging torrent of water. As soon as the priests who carried the ark reached the Jordan and their feet touched the water's edge, the water from upstream stopped flowing. The priests who carried the ark of the covenant of the Lord stopped in the middle of the Jordan and stood on dry ground. While all Israel passed by until the whole nation had completed the crossing on mm. dry ground. Mm. Now, something just struck me. I, I guess I realized it, but it just really struck me. They were never told the water was going to, they didn't, weren't told what was going to happen when they stepped in. They were just told to step in. Think about that one. Here they are at the end of their 40-year journey, and we're reminded of a, of a water miracle that took place at the very beginning of their 40-year journey. Remember when, when Moses and, and, and Israelite community are, well, they're right up against the Red Sea, and the Egyptian army, chariots and all led by Pharaoh, are close behind them. Moses parts the Red Sea, but it's a little different the way he did. He, he was told to stretch out his hand, which he did over the sea, And all night long, all night long, the Lord drove the sea back with a strong east wind, turning it into dry land. A little different here. Here the priests are told to literally take a faith step. You see that? Take a faith step into the water, into those raging waters, into that what we would probably even not go whitewater rafting in. It was so violent. Take a step into that, and then the river stopped flowing. See, the first take the faith step, and then you get the blessing. It's never the other way around. Faith step first, blessing follows. 
So look around. Look around. Take your head and Don't kind stare. Of swing just, it from side like, to side. Look around. So a long time ago now, families took a mega faith step without being able to see what was in front of them to come together as a community of faith called Connection. And since then, many of you have stepped into that, really not sure what you're getting into as well, but have walked this out in faith. And so stepping out in faith, knowing that the blessing's out there, but not saying, okay, I'll step out only if you show me the blessing first. That's not how God works. And so together, over the years, we've taken one step after another in faith. And have we received blessing after blessing after blessing upon blessing or what? We have seen mighty moves of God. Big ones, little ones, relationships restored, families together, what God's done up on Summit Bridge Road, all food ministry. I mean, oh my goodness, we just see blessing upon blessing upon blessing. Most of all lives transformed. Faith step and then blessing. Mm -hmm. So back to our first faith step story, faith story. After everyone had crossed through the dry riverbed, Scripture tells us that the priests carried the Ark of the Covenant to the other shore. And no sooner did they reach it than the red waters of the Jordan returned, returned to flood activity as they had been before the priests stepped in. So that's faith story number one that we wanted to talk to you about in Joshua. Here's faith story number two in Joshua, just a couple chapters later. Even though the Lord had promised this land to the Israelites, they were still going to have to fight for it as there were other people living there. So can you imagine, okay, here we are. We finally get to the promised land and what? There's other people living here and now we have to fight for the land? I mean, oh my goodness. Their first battle would be at Jericho not long after they crossed over, not long after they crossed the river. When they got there, there was already a city there. There were already people there. In fact, the city gates were securely barred. No one in, no one out. Somehow, the Israelites, or somehow those people inside knew that the Israelites were coming and they were prepared. Then the Lord said to Joshua, see, I have delivered Jericho into your hands. Yeah, a walled city <laughs> in your hands along with its king and its fighting men. March around the city once with all the armed men, God tells Joshua. Do this for six days. Have seven priests carry trumpets of ram horns in front of the ark. On the seventh day, march around the city seven times with the priests blowing the trumpets. When you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpets, have the whole army give a loud shout. Then the wall of the city will collapse and the army will go up and everyone straight in. Simple. Simple. Right? Joshua did just what the Lord commanded. He had seven priests 
blowing trumpets as they marched around the walled city of Jericho, leading the Ark of the Covenant, <laughs> accompanied by an armed guard. They did this once a day for six days. Can you imagine being a part of this? Come on, Brenton, let's, let's demonstrate a little bit here. So, Brenton, he's going to, we're going to march on out. Here we go. You know, if you want to follow, feel free. Here we free. go. Lead us on. Here they are, walking around. What are we doing? <laughs> walking around the walled city. Nobody's oh following gosh. you. Nobody's following me. <laughs> I can't believe it. Wow. Here we go. Yay. All right. Come on. Woo. We're going to do it. Oh, you're afraid the, the walls are going to so. come down. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I'm all by myself. Well, we got our friends here. Woo. All right. Thank you so much. All right. I get it. Everybody else was afraid the walls were going to come tumbling down this morning. I get it. <laughs> you know, funny. I mean, we did that. That's kind of like how it was. Only, okay, we're going to blow the horn around. And they're like, Around the entire what? city wall. Say what? Yeah. Have you ever been told to do something and you're like, say what? Hmm. You weren't sure about that, but there was a little nudge from God, from the Holy Spirit, that you needed to do it anyway. And you're like thinking, I'm going to look ridiculous following Carrie. But Lori and Ann, they're like, woo, all right, thank you so much. Have you ever been told to do something? And so you just step out in faith. <clears throat> That's what we're talking about, in faith. Hmm. Maybe it's um, your relationship with God, with Jesus Christ, Holy Spirit. Maybe, maybe you're feeling called to do something, and it's one of those things where you're like, really, Lord? <laughs> you have got to be kidding. No way. Why me? Why me, Lord? Maybe it's a serving opportunity. Maybe it's a giving opportunity. Maybe it's a sharing your faith opportunity. Maybe, maybe it's an outside the church opportunity. Maybe God's telling you to, um, to do something that you're not even sure. Is that really of God? Like maybe the Lord's telling you to stay and continue to work where you're working even though it's not the job you dreamed of <laughs> way back when, uh, even though there's challenges that you wish you didn't have there. May, maybe God's telling you that he's got something better planned, but the timing isn't right, and you just got to stay there for a while. Maybe he's saying, hey, your family needs you to stay where you're at for the pay, the benefit, whatever it is. Maybe, maybe God's saying just hang in there challenging as that is. Maybe God's asking you to step out in faith regarding a relationship. For example, maybe God's telling you to stay in a marriage that doesn't seem to have any life at all right now. It's not the what you dreamed of when you said for better or for worse. Maybe the more for worse days outnumber the for better days right now. And so God says, though, and we encourage you, hang in there. Fight with everything you've got. 
to maintain the covenant. Step out in faith. Stay the course. And even though it isn't what you had in mind or your plan for the future, when you step out in faith, God will bless you. Hmm. Whatever it is where God is calling and you're having trouble seeing the reason, you have a choice to make. So that's the thing about God. God gives us choices. He, he even gives us the choice to turn our back on him. <laughs> gives us choices. We can faithfully follow God, <laughs> hoping there's a good reason for what he's calling us to do, even though we might not be able to see it in the moment. Or we can turn our back on God, ignoring his call and doing things my way, your way, our way. It's our choice. In the case of the Israelite troops and the priests, they chose to follow the leader. For six days, here's what happens. They did that. They walked around six days, as we shared in the scripture. Listen to what happens on the seventh day. They got up at daybreak and marched around the city seven times in the same manner, except on that day they circled the city seven times. The seventh time around... When the priests sounded the trumpet blast, Joshua commanded the army, Shout! For the Lord has given you the city. The city and all that is in it are to be devoted to the Lord. All right, so pretend that we've walked around, the trumpet's playing, and then I say, Connection Church, shout! That, that shout wouldn't bring the walls down. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm awful sorry. I wouldn't do it. But that's kind of like what this story is illustrating, yeah. how people, you know, that's interesting because some of the people were probably, he said, children probably like, what? Ah. Well, well th think about sad. marching, think about marching yeah. around the town here, oh Middletown, seven times, blowing a ram's horn. I, I see faces going, what? <laughs> you know, it, it, it's kind of crazy, isn't it? And then to think, we're going to shout and the walls come down, really. Well, the thing is, though, the trumpet sounded and the shouting started and the walls of Jericho did come a-tumbling down, didn't they? That's the really wild and crazy thing. The walls did come a-tumbling down because they did exactly what God told Joshua, told them to do. And then the Israelites charged in devoting everything to the Lord. They did what they were told. They, this is the hard part. They burned the city down and destroyed everything and everyone in it, except, except for one section of the wall because a woman named Rahab and her family lived in that section. And we didn't cover this day. We've, several months ago, we talked about Rahab. They, a couple of spies had gone in prior to the story we're talking this morning, and she had hidden them and helped them escape, and, and, and thank you for that. She was allowed to not be destroyed, not her or her family or her home, and she escaped. It's interesting, when we preached that before, we'd done some research, there's a, some archaeological evidence that there's this wall, that uh, you know, the remains of a wall, and there's one section of the wall that was, you know, the wall was just the foundation except for one section that was still there. Isn't that interesting? Rahab's section of the wall. Yeah. The rest, go on. 
Who would have thought that it would be possible to march around the city, blow in trumpets, and the walls would collapse? But that's exactly what happened. Because we actually, we know more than they knew. We know that with God, say it with me, all things are possible. Even walls come tumbling down with trumpets and a shout. With God, all things are possible. Raging rivers that stop flowing. Our question isn't really, can God do this? Because God has shown us over and over and over and over and over that God can do incredible things. God can do anything. Our question is, do we trust God enough? Do we trust God enough? When God has a call or a claim or a nudge on your life, do you trust God enough to take the faith step? It might not be going into the water, but it might be something at work or in your home. Do you trust God enough without saying, okay, I'll do it, but show me this first. Show me the blessing first. No. Faith followed by blessing. Are we willing to trust? Will we step out in faith when God calls us to do so? You know, God um, has called us as a congregation to take some faith steps involving not walls coming tumbling down, but kind of the flip side, building walls up on a new building at 4744 Summit Bridge Road. You know, we didn't march around the property blowing trumpets and shouting, although there's been a lot of shouting over the years, but actually for a, a solid year back at the beginning, way back at the beginning of this project, every day for a solid year, someone from this congregation prayed over that property, over the project that would come. So we didn't blow trumpets, but we, we, we offered prayers over that project for a solid year. And um, along the way, we've had some challenges. We've had some really big, big challenges, challenges that at times seemed insurmountable, challenges that at times had us wondering, was this really the land we're supposed to be building on board? Really? Wondering if maybe along the way he was giving us signs to do some, at one point we even thought maybe, uh, are we supposed to tr trade this land for something else? Because there was a, something that came up that we just didn't think was going to allow us to continue. But we continued, and we stepped faithfully, and God blessed those faith steps each step along the way as we continued in this project that now is getting very, very close to completion. Yeah. And along the way, not everyone's been on board. There have been some who have made decisions that the vision that God has shown us isn't what they believe they want to be a part of. And so we look around, and some people are missing, and we miss them. Others have left for personal reasons. It's not all just, you know, moving. It's, it could be anything. But... The thing that has been really cool in all this, and as sad and as heartbreaking as, as that's been, to say goodbye to some, 
what we've been able to witness together, those of us who are here and we're watching, we have been in a mighty move of being an incredible witness to God's miracles. We have seen one thing after another, only by God's grace, change. And I'm telling you, even when we thought we were up against it, even if something didn't change, Perhaps our faith has gotten stronger. Our relationships have gotten stronger. We've gotten to know God more. That's what God does. And so this faith journey that we're all on, we're all called. And we are so blessed that I think for the most part, y'all are coming with us. We're hoping so. Yeah, that we're going to see that promised land and we're going to step in because those waters have been raging at times. And we're just about there. Faith and then the blessing. God brings blessing to those who step out in faith. Mm. So God has called us as a community of faith to those opportunities to step out in faith. A question today is this, though. Where is God calling you individually to step out in faith? To take that step and then realize the blessing, not the other way around. Uh, uh, perhaps for some of them today, it might be to ad admit that you're a sinner in need of a Savior. And that Jesus, as you understand it, would be the one who could save you. That would be a huge faith step. Maybe today's the day for that. If, if, if you're feeling that step, you can step up to the steps <laughs> and kneel. You can take that step right at your seat. There's some friends in the back corner, a prayer corner, would love to pray you through that if that is where you're led. But huge faith step. And let me tell you, the blessing you're going to realize from that is just out of, your, out of this world. Um, maybe you've already done that and God has uh, got another faith step in mind for you. Maybe it's at home. Maybe it's at work. Maybe it's right here at church. Where is God calling you to take that step into the water while it's still raging, perhaps? Where is God calling you to, to, to uh, march around the city blowing a trumpet and shouting, hallelujah, <laughs> and wait for the walls to come tumbling down, the walls that are coming between you and whatever it is God has in store? Where is God calling you to take some faith steps and the really important question is, what's your answer going to be? What's your answer going to be? That, that's the good news of Jesus Christ. Let's believe it. Let's live it. Let's pray. Most holy God, wow, what a great story. I love this guy, Joshua. Lord, I pray that each one here would have that strength and courage we talked about last week, that each one here would know that you are with us wherever we go, that each one here would know that we take the faith step and you will bless it. Please help us to step out in faith, Lord, whatever that may look like, whatever that might be, wherever that might be. Lord, give us that strength that we might follow where you call to do what you call us to do, Lord. We ask these things in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit and everybody at Connection Church said, Amen. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website 
at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus and the life he offers.